Hey, everyone. Guess what? You're listening to Comedy Filbert's episode 407. 407. That's pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I, th- I never thought we'd make it past 300. I thought we'd get to 306 or 308. Yeah, and then that would have been it. That would have been it. Yeah. We would so skip like, 307 for some yeah, reason. Yeah. I don't know why we would do that. But that's... And then we would jump to 600. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're halfway to 814, everybody, yeah. so it's a it's an exciting episode. You guys have earned it. You really have. Mm-hmm. You uh, were a third of the way to 1221, nice. so it's a lot of stuff is wow. happening. Dropping a lot of math You know on what I mean? Even. A quarter of the mm-hmm. way to 1628. <laughs> I can do multiples of seven and four all day long. <laughs> it must be the new studio. If the new studio <laughs> improves my math. Yeah, that's, yes, that's it's impressive. Just, it's, it's tax season. It is. So. It is tax yeah. season. There you go. Um, my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast. We got a, uh, a big movie to talk about. That's right, Fifty Shades Free. Yes, we been, we, were, <laughs> we all went to the Thursday midnight screening. Yes. And then we'll also be talking about Black Panther. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Was there a comic book movie this past mm, weekend? Yeah, with uh, no competition that uh, <laughs> do- will dominate February. That's, so yeah. brilliant. We'll get yeah. into that. <laughs> Uh, we might also talk about hostels. Yes. Um, you talked about it, but... I did. Let's introduce our guest. Okay. Uh, first time guest. Another first time guest. Mm-hmm. Also a comic that will be on the first episode of the FNX Comedy Experience premiering March 9th. The first episode. First. It's an honor. She was... Uh, first comic? No, she was the second, but she was the guinea pig group, I call them. Nice. They, 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 <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the very funny Sheila Shalaki. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> God, it was wild. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. It's such an honor. Uh, it was great having you on that show. And uh, it was you, Jim Rule, Laura House, and Mark Yaffe. And uh, yeah, it was you guys were had to deal with some. They were, it was like a pilot episode. Let's call right. it what it was. <laughs> they, had, they, had to deal with, they had to deal with some growing pains in production. But, yeah, but that was uh, okay. It was fun being in on the ground floor. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. mind it at all. It was honor. Yeah. Get a privilege. nice crowd, though, the first show. It was right? great. Mm-hmm. It was, we had a lot of fun, and uh, it was really cool. And I've been, their episode is, uh, is done, and so it looks great. And, you know, what's going to be? Fingers crossed for March 9th. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's hope television doesn't. Get blow up. Blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we stay on the air? Let's hope that the radio tower at yeah. FNX out in San Bernardino <laughs> doesn't <laughs> burst into flames. Knock so, on all this wood. Yeah, knock on it. So should we uh, talk? About, you said you want to go hostels first. Well, yeah. Let's actually talk right. about hostels. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I liked speak, it when I saw it. Speaking of Native so, Americans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did you think? Um. I would let me put this a little bit into context. I was on a really bad date, and he didn't know that this was based on an actual uh, true story. So, did he know you were native? I don't know. <laughs> I like the comments that were coming out of his mouth afterwards. I, I, I was like, "What is this guy's problem?" Anyway, we're not seeing each other ever again. But um, he was like, "Well, you sure picked a feel-good movie," and I was like, "It's based on an actual, like, actual event." I'm not sure what all he had to play with other than the truth. Also, um, I happen to know and um, respect uh, the Native characters in the film. Um, I saw an interview that Wes Studi did where he talks about um, 
he always plays the good guy even when it's the bad guy he has to find kind of the heart of the character and the reasons they do what they do and I'm not sure that this guy knew the entire backstory of American history or something because he's like it was really depressing it's it's a movie and the west and it's cowboys and quote Indians what do you think? Did you read a history book? So. And, Boy, and this the, whole genocide really is a bummer. Yeah, right. it's so sad. I'll, I'll tell you, right out of the gate, this movie too, it just drops you oh, into the carnage. Like, it, yeah. like you don't you don't get a chance to catch your breath at the beginning. It's no. brutal through the whole brutal thing. Opening. Through the whole thing, it really does tug at your heart. And I. With all of that being said, I it, it sounded really crazy, but I enjoyed it, but only because. Um, it showed a lot of nuances. I don't feel that it was really black and white. It was Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, <laughs> it, it wasn't, um, there were no real, I guess, quote, good guys and bad guys involved. Right. We're all human. And that's what I really liked was the element of um, we fucked up, so did you. Um, how do we manage to live on this big rock on planet earth and not hate each other and that's what i really liked about the movie i also really enjoyed seeing a native american on a billboard so that was (laughs) like i never see that and um it was great although i will say i'm still a big advocate and proponent of one of these days we will be on billboards and not have to be in leathers and feathers Mm -hmm. but um i I enjoyed it thoroughly, wholeheartedly um, when it first opened. Like you said, this the very first scene, I wasn't quite sure I'd be able to stomach it because I was right. like, oh, great. This is being told from the white perspective again. Here we go. We weren't just these demons. There were reasons that happened. And um, I, I feel like it very shortly cut to, oh, okay, they're they're being held in a, in, you know, behind bars for no reason other than the color of their skin oh okay um this guy is a prisoner of war oh okay you know so it made a lot of sense and i really did enjoy watching the evolution of the characters seeing the heart evolve understanding why and in that that was the case you know it, it we we were at war we weren't american citizens we um, fighting it, to protect your land it and was your, genocide culture yeah. you know our loved ones um and i i really enjoyed seeing that finally finally um displayed in a very three-dimensional way right that was cool you know i think it's um it's a thing you know i've talked a lot about with micah right who uh, works at fnx that you know helped uh, they gave me the opportunity to do the the comedy ex- show and to talk to a lot of native comics. Obviously, we've shot six episodes. That's the thing that's been so amazing about doing the comedy series is hearing um, about the representation. Like you say, it's always just leathers and feathers, and it's yeah. always just oh, the, the crazy savages, you know. And it's like it's never from the point of view of well. How there we were, you know. This movie makes Dances with Wolves look like a walk in the park. Oh, it is. Dances with Wolves is a Disney animated movie. Yeah. That yeah. has a white lady playing a native woman. <laughs> yeah, Dances with the Wolves is not, yeah, exactly. But so, like it, it makes yeah. sense because fair. it's like, well, there was an invading army. 
Yeah. And right. people were trying to defend their own land. And it also shows like the brutality of like just living in that time. Right. Like literally, yeah. you have a uh, you have a cabin uh, in the middle of nowhere, and you could be set upon by Indians, bandits, you know, a, a cat, wolves, wolf, any anything at a <laughs> time. Imagine like, all of that being in a teepee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had the same worry, only we didn't have cabins. Right. And, yeah. and there was you know there wasn't always the cavalry to come save you mm. but but just the fact that like you're out in a cabin with your family and you have one gun to protect you from uh a slaughter <laughs> that could come at any any uh-huh. time and, and it was a uh, it was a brutal time and it just showed that what i liked like you were saying about this movie is it showed all different sides of um the brutality and all different sides of like the humanity mm. um it had some problems in the second act that we we had talked about earlier but uh, all in all, I thought it, you know, deserved to be on the best picture list more than Phantom Thread for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, anyway, at least Phantom Thread says nothing. Yeah. At least Phantom yeah. Thread oh, has no yeah, commentary, no social, no, co- no nothing, nothing that's relevant today. It's, it's not. <laughs> it, that would be okay if it was a watchable movie, you know. And just the fact that it's an incredibly boring movie uh, alone should disqualify it from the Oscars. Let me ask you this question, Sheila, and then we'll move on to the next film. Did you? And in, 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 uh, I don't know how many like sort of Oscar contenders you've seen. Where? Do you think as a movie or any of the actors or directors or writers with Hostels deserve nominations? It would be nice for once, yeah. I I think if, um, what was it, uh, the big, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, Christian Bale? No, not Christian Bale, sorry. I'm going back to uh, the big Western that, that was um, nominated. It was, what, like a decade? Yes. If that can be the fuck at the Oscars this like 10 times over big time yeah um so I don't know it was a bit of a disappointment it would it, again it would just be nice and I don't know if I'm just a little biased as a Native American uh, so or First Nations whatever you want to call it um yeah I I wish maybe fingers crossed one of these days so. cool cool so all right let's talk about Black Panther boy Marvel I'll tell you they can do no wrong right now. I don't the want to. I don't, I don't want to jinx it, but uh, this was a really fun movie. Went with the family. All four of us uh-huh. went to see it, and you know, when it's a range, we're in our mid to late forties. We, I have a nine-year-old and a twelve-year-old. Everyone loved it. Everyone, uh, everyone really loved the film. It does that thing that Marvel does so well, which is this is that Marvel has never done. Each one of their their films is a unique genre within the comic book character yes so this was sort of like almost like a a lord of the rings type film like it was it was they've never done a movie like this that covered this thing and then i mean the entire cast is black the entire you know i mean like that almost was almost, except was for martin freeman martin freeman and even him i was like do we really need him you know what yeah, that's was interesting like, i, I felt like, the same way i felt like martin freeman really kind of feels shoehorned in uh, uh, and just, yeah, why do we need him in the movie? Just yeah. to say, oh, hey, there's well, one there's white a, guy. There's a CIA, you know, there's a CIA operative in the movie. But like, well, does he really need to be there? Is he doing a lot? Is he moving anything forward? Now, it's interesting. When he's introduced, uh, there's a, you know, this isn't a spoiler. There is a casino scene where a uh, weapons uh, deal is going down with the vibranium. And the, the CIA being involved, 
completely believable. Sure, completely, sure. I can see like you know, there's some kind of plot to catch the arms dealer or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I could see him being in that scene. But then as the movie progressed, I'm like, well, now I just I just feel like they just had him for a couple extra days and they just they kept him in the movie uh, because his character didn't have a lot to do after that. And the other characters are so much more interesting, like those bald women that were like the security team. Well, the um, the the security team, and then there was also the general. Right. Uh, and you also she have... She was a uh, badass. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. I want to see more of that. Right. Like, the, I don't the, need to see the, Martin Freeman fumbling around. The thing that surprised me, and I didn't realize this, because uh, you don't know this from the trailer, like, it looked like only uh, a small part of the movie was going to actually take place in Wakanda, and the rest would kind of open up into the rest of the world, like... Uh, uh, was it Korea? Where would they go? Seoul? Or yeah, they were in it? Korea. They were in Korea. And, uh, but it wasn't. Most of the movie actually took place in Wakanda. And, uh, you know, we had a couple of trips outside of it, but mostly that's where we were. And some of those trips outside of Wakanda were flashbacks. Yeah, I liked mm-hmm. that it was all mm-hmm. in Wakanda. And I liked, and we'll go into this into the spoiler rep that, we're, that we'll release later this week, but... It felt like a you Michael know, B. Jordan's character, the social commentary he was bringing into it. I don't yes, want to spoil it. As a villain, as a mm-hmm. villain was like, I love when a villain isn't just one hundred percent bad. Right. When there's a justification, kind of like Sheila, what you were talking about in terms of the characters and hostels and West study as his as his as, as his process as an actor of bringing in a humanity and a motivation. I remember reading an interview with. Um, Oh, I'm blanking on this actor's name. He played Mussolini. He was in The Heat of the Night. Mm-hmm. What's that class, classic actor's name? The cop in The Heat of the Night. Come on. Oh, Sidney Poitier? Carol O'Connor. Carol o- no, not from the TV series. <laughs> the, the, from the movie. <laughs> the guy who played Carol O'Connor's character in the movie. This is the worst. Oh, God. Classic actor. Anyway, this is the worst. But he he played Mussolini once. Mm. And he said... Look it up for us, Aaron. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to mess with this computer. But as an actor, he was like, how do you play Mussolini? He was evil. Mm -hmm. He was just a torturer. How do you do it? And he said, I, the actor, Mm -hmm. said, I'm doing everything for my daughter. So that was my motivation to give this actor humanity Mm -hmm. so that it is a three-dimensional character that's believable. And that's what it sounds like happened in, in Hostels, which made Hostels good. And that's what I liked because this is a comic book movie. It's easy to make the villain just bad guy, comes in, right. crazy haircut, mm-hmm. says crazy things, blows everything up. Now, I w- but he was so justified and his character was so kind of conflicted. And- I, w- I will say this about some trivia with Michael B. Jordan. He's uh, He kept to himself while on set, reasoning that his character Killmonger is distant and in conflict with the other characters. You know, as an actor, can't you just show up and do your job? <laughs> yeah, that's taking it that well. I don't know. You really, you know, it's like when Jared Leto was playing jokes on everyone else during Suicide Squad because that's what the Jim Joker Carey would do. Right. Like, yeah, just, history. you're an actor. Just show up and do your job. You don't have to be an asshole on set. It's their method, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that, that's, your, that's method, your method. Yeah. But still, I agree with you. As an actor, I wouldn't want to be on set with people who are that way. But I guess if at the end of the day, whatever it takes to make a good picture, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, I, suffer I, for your art. I, I, I agree with that. Like, the, the overall, like, um, I agree with that, like, but I'm always reminded of uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier and Dustin Hoffman when they were doing Marathon Man, and Dustin Hoffman was like wearing weights around the set to feel the weight of the world, and Lawrence mm. Olivier goes, uh, "Mr. Hoffman, perhaps you should try acting." Yes, right. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. aren't you? If you're an actor, isn't that your thing? You can. <laughs> right. It's like comics. I don't need to be joking around 
backstage 24 <laughs> I can just like walk on stage and it's be quite the opposite yeah or when when I meet someone or like I'm out on a date and they're like but you're supposed to be funny you're supposed, I'm like I have I'm, I am a human being I am three dimensional as well yeah, yeah. exactly I want to go see hostels on a date yeah. right <laughs> Yeah, hello. If you're a chef, you're not going to be cooking all the time. No. Yeah, yeah. Or accountant. Like, hold on. Let me math this for you really fast. (laughs) I've got a great spreadsheet I want you to see (laughs) on our date. I only date guys who carry around PowerPoints. Sorry. This will never work. Do you have the Quicken app? I do. So, Aaron, did you find out who that was? I'm on microphone now. And it's Rod Steiger. Rod, Rod Steiger, of course. Right. So mm-hmm. Rod Steiger was in the Heat of the Night film. Right. He's amazing. And he played Mussolini. And that's he gave this great story of like, this mm-hmm. is how I got into playing Mussolini. And so, um, yeah, it was it was cool. That's what I liked about Michael B. Jordan. And it, again, this is what Marvel does so well. Big budget, big cool special effects, chases, car chains, mm-hmm. explosions. But the movie had a heart. It had a heart. It had a mm-hmm. story. It had a. It had three acts. It had well developed characters. You know what? I really felt even the production design, like the attention to detail of what oh. Wakanda looked like, because it was a technologically advanced society that was hidden from the rest of the world. So when you look at it, it, it looked like like after you got past like the tree barrier that uh, was like an illusion, it looked like a weird. African version of Blade Runner, the way you know you've you, you've got almost like the, the the flying cars and you know the the uh, trains and you've got the high rises and all the lights and I thought it was really interesting just from even a production design standpoint like uh, like they really did a nice like job with the attention to detail just with all the eye candy. Now, if none of that would matter if you didn't have an interesting story or uh, good characters too, which you do, I'll tell you. The uh, supporting characters were so strong, it almost made like the actual Black Panther character feel a little more supported, <laughs> supporting, uh, because you had, you know, the mother, you had the sister, you had the general, you had, all, like you were saying, the, the all the warrior women, and then you had... It's why, to me, it's what made Martin Freeman stand out as like... Well, we don't need another character. We, we have, we have another a Another character who's kind of... We have warring, yeah. We have warring tribes. We have we have like uh, inside Wakanda. We uh-huh. had that as well, and then we also had, uh, um, you know, the arms dealer, uh, Claw. I think yeah. his name was. Yes. So so you have you have him as well as a villain, and uh, played by Andy Serkis too. Which and it's, it's, it's he was great. He, he's he's great. He, he's great even without a mocap suit. He is really God, fun. It was, fun it to was watch. great to see him like play that creepy bad guy. Right. This big, right evil goonie dude <laughs> and what i love about marvel too is like you know there's always easter eggs in previous films are like oh that's the guy from age of ultron right you know that would uh that was like interested in the vibranium and you know all the marvel nerds are like well that's gonna like like myself or like that's gonna come back later you know we're gonna hear about wakanda and black panther and vibranium again um what i really liked about the movie is the social commentary that it raised and it didn't take the easy way out which i liked like and i don't want to give too much away we'll get into it more in the spoiler app but what it did was like it's it's one of those movies too well it's a popcorn movie we can't really solve anything or you know or fix anything or take any chances and it did it Mm -hmm. did it it did uh uh make some nice commentary uh yeah there's some i mean there's like again yeah we don't want to i'm going to spoil it here but that there's a lot of like holding one percenters accountable <laughs> for the situation mm-hmm. of the inequities of wealth in this world currently that they they air out in this film which i like yes. you know it doesn't have to just be you know uh 
bad guy has bomb that will blow up the world or just, right. you know, Tick, just... And now we have a ticking clock. Right, red wire, blue yeah. wire, you know, kind of thing or whatever. And, and speaking of art imitates life, like we're, we're talking about, uh, this was an interesting piece of trivia. The Black Panther was created in July of 1966, mm-hmm. uh, two months before the founding of the Black Panther Party. Uh, many people mistakenly assumed the name referred to the party, so the character was renamed the Black Leopard. <laughs> However, neither the readers nor the creators cared for that title, and it didn't last long. They changed it back to Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, the real story behind this is... is Black Leopard doesn't have the same ring to it. When Stanley mm-hmm. was creating this, he was getting flack from whatever, white people or whites, oh, you can't do this. And so he decided then, I'm going to make the Black Panther and Wakanda the most powerful people yeah. in the whole Marvel Universe. In Trump America, I'm shocked. <laughs> that's, that's stunning. It is stunning. Wow. But like, yeah. Was so, this a Stanley created character, Black Panther? Yeah, he did. In the 60s, when there was, especially during all the civil rights stuff, and, and some people were like, you know, you can't. When the, when the comic came out, and then, as you say, shortly thereafter, the Black Panther Party came out, he was mm-hmm. taking a lot of flack in the 60s. So as he kept writing the character, he's like, oh, I'm going to make him more powerful. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is great. There you go. So yeah, I, 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 if, you're, if you're a Marvel fan, you'll love this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. I haven't seen the movie, but I do want to say it is really exciting to hear about um, how you describe this technologically advanced society, because I know that a lot of things that we have nowadays, including um, uh, sliding doors and um, cell phones, were inspired by Star Trek. So mm-hmm. let's come out with the flying cars already. Yeah. Yay. All comic book nerds, get on it. <laughs> Bring on the technology. Oh, it, we had flying cars. Imagine how great traffic in LA would be. You could just oh, get great. home in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. You could get to Santa Monica in less than an hour. From here. <laughs> right. That would be good. One can dream. <laughs> So let's talk about the next film. Oh. Our guest got to see Fifty Shades Free. Now, <laughs> got to, yeah. got to, yeah, yeah, had to maybe. Well, <laughs> no. it was Galentine's Day. Yeah. Now so. I saw the first two. I haven't seen this one, mm. so uh, I, I'm really, really curious. You feel to like see. only half a person. I half know. A man. I, I have only to know. Seeing I, two out of three. I have to know how did the whole thing wrap oh, up? God. Okay. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. No. <laughs> if you watch the trailer or have read the books, it's not going to ruin it for you. They get married. What? Yeah. Because that is that is the happy ending that all women want, right? Get married and have a baby. So, um, yeah. Hats off for you know perpetuating that um i went because i'd seen the first two so i could have an intelligent conversation with you know women who like this guy um not a fan per se of this christian dude uh the only thing he has going for him is that he has a shit ton of money and i think that's where the whole fantasy comes into play and i will give it props for finally um allowing women to have a sex drive um you know there's there's so uh there's a big like backlash in this whole thing with slut shaming and rape culture and so finally we have a movie that allows a woman to be sexy and like sex and it's it's a part of a healthy fucking relationship so what took it so long i don't know but this guy is possessive and but unfortunately, controlling. with those positive elements, this is the movie you get. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, we could do better. I mean, we have a ways to go. 
thank you exactly for yes so anyway you know he's possessive and, and controlling and i could i just can't in the middle of the movie i'm the worst person to take to a movie that i'm not enjoying because i'll just sit there and make jokes through the whole thing and they have a moment i hope i'm not spoiling this for anyone but they have a moment with ice cream and you know they're like playing with ice cream on each other and he's like my turn and i was like that better be yogurt (laughs) (laughs) you don't do that down there so just a little a little sugar isn't good in that area, ladies. So we've all learned it's like giving a dog chocolate. Today. Yeah, you exactly. You do not. Yes, thank you. So anyway, that was me at the movies <laughs> watching this movie. Um, but yeah, marriage and a baby, and isn't that happily ever after? I, I, and a playroom. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, in a red dungeon. room. Yeah, in a sex dungeon. My friend's like, so what was your favorite part? And uh, I was like, well, I really like red. Um, (laughs) My room is all red. And so I'm like, the red room? But not for why you think. So, yeah. Anyway. After Black Panther, I poked in and watched like the first 10 minutes of this film. Pervert. (laughs) No, not for those reasons. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sorry to interrupt. Because I got to say, the the first, the dialogue, I was like, wow. And I was like. I've never watched one of these movies. I was like, wow, this guy's not that great of an actor. And then. <laughs> He's the, hot. That's sure. all we need. I know. I was like, yeah. I get it. Just have him walk around without a shirt on. I understand yeah. right. this movie's mm-hmm. for women. It's not for me. But even the sex scene, I was like, this isn't that. I was like, this isn't that sexy. Like, it's yeah. not. I was like, this isn't. Well, it is, again, for it's for the ladies. Right. It's not for the guys. You right. guys are used to something a little bit different. And so I will give it props for at least catering to a different market finally it's just not really my cup of tea um yeah but you know i've experienced it as i felt it was my obligation as a woman to go and watch (laughs) it so you know well we say it a lot on this show it that this movie was obligation fulfilled yeah there you go yeah it's a trilogy that's like for a specific demographic yeah. And they if they love it, great. Like, it's yeah. reviewer proof. Yeah, like I'm not like I say, I'm not going to the Saw movies. Those movies aren't for me either. <laughs> so it's just right. like, right. like it's so good for them. Yeah, exactly. So well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a couple sponsors for this wow. episode. This is a, we have a new sponsor. A new sponsor, uh, Masterclass. Ooh. Now I've seen these ads pop up periodically. Oh, yeah, and I they have. uh they uh, came and uh, knocked on the comedy film nerds ad door. So uh, imagine we, we do we do have a now we do All we right. have an ATC door. Uh, imagine learning film history from Martin Scorsese, photography from Annie Leibovitz, or cooking from Gordon Ramsay. Well, now you can the master class. Master class produces online classes taught by the best in the world. Each class is shot with cinematic production quality, and offers on-demand lessons loaded with exclusive content you can only find on Master Class. I mean, it's got like. Uh, I saw Steve like, Martin on. One. I was gonna that say was it, awesome. it's like like because first when you think of this, I'm like, well, it's just gonna be somebody. It's like when you get like a comedy class, it's like it's gonna be <laughs> who's this guy? Yeah, exactly. Some road actor. But but literally, <laughs> it, it's screenwriting yes. from Aaron Sorkin, comedy from Steve Martin, and acting from Helen Mirren. I'm like, oh well, yeah, I should be learning from these people. It's uh, and I saw the form. I saw part of the uh, the Steve Martin one, and he just it's very sort of informal mm-hmm. and. I was like, wow, it feels like you're just like hanging out, having lunch with Steve Martin while he gives you comedy tips or something. Yeah, so it was, it was yeah. pretty cool. And you can also get, if you're interested in more than one class, let's say you want uh, something from 
Steve Martin a little bit of comedy, then a little bit of acting from uh, uh, Helen Mirren, you can get an all-access pass where you can unlock every class from over 30 masters, all for the price of two. Comedy Film Nerds listeners, that's you, can get the all-access pass at masterclass.com slash CFN. Learn from the best in the world at masterclass.com slash CFN. Masterclass.com slash CFN. Use it. Yep. And ladies and gentlemen, returning sponsor. God love them. Casper Mattresses. I have a Casper mattress. I know, and you love it still. I love it. I love it. And they come in the... If I ever um, build a, a red sex dungeon, I'm going to use a yeah. Casper. <laughs> it gets, I'm building one. This gets, is good. This, I'm going to take notes. It's free shipping and returns. It gets delivered right to your door in that small, how do they do that sized box. Uh, I'd love it if they actually sent it to you in a box shaped like an egg so you could hatch your mattress. Yeah, I guess that's the next generation, Chris. But uh, <laughs> water. Yeah, just, yeah. And just it watch expands. it grow. Yeah, just water. Yeah, it's fantastic. No, that is the thing that is amazing. This box shows up. You cut it open in like 20 minutes or so. It it, it opens up. It's memory foam. It's very comfortable. I love it. And uh, so the other thing that's great is that they also have now two other mattresses. They have the Wave and the Essential. The Wave. Uh, features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body, and the Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. And the experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. Hello. Yes, 50 shades of Casper. (laughs) Get your geometry cradled. Now, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen... Are we going to let everyone pay full price? The no, we're not filmers? animals. No, we're, of we're, course what not. We, what are we going to do? That would be ridiculous. So we're, you're going to get $50 off select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash comedy film nerds and using comedy film nerds as the coupon code at checkout. Terms and conditions apply, Graham. Of course they do. Yeah. Why we, live, we live in a we live in a society of laws. <laughs> yeah, we live in a society <laughs> you can't of use terms that $50 and conditions. Every yes. single time and get a free mattress. Basically, yeah. so, they're not going to give you fifty dollars in cash and you go to the store and 50, buy. 50, no, 50, it's not going to work. Terms and conditions, people. Come on, <laughs> Casper.com slash comedy film nerds and use the promo code comedy film nerds. Speaking of fifty dollars, guys, the fifty dollar Patreon ad tier. Oh my god, that was a great transition. You like Graham. that smooth as silk, professional yes. broadcaster. This is my on-camera voice. <laughs> um, the Audacity Performing Arts Project is a nonprofit working uh, is a nonprofit working to bring after-school performing arts programs to public schools. Audacity's primary goal is to serve those schools who cannot afford our services. Aww. Audacity, isn't that nice? I love it. Right. Yes. Uh, relies on community donations to keep our programs alive. So if you're a CFN fan and you uh, support Audacity with a $25 donation, normally $30, you're going to receive an amazing Audacity t-shirt. Visit cfn.audacityperformingarts.org to learn more. Boom. I would do it. Do we have another Patreon supporter, Graham, for the ad tier? No. We do. We do. We do. We have one more. We have two. We oh. have supply and demand Surprise. investing. Shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! You do. Uh, supply and demand. Uh, supply and demand investing.com because planning for retirement should be as easy as planning your next vacation. It just takes longer. Supply and demand investing.com. All right. Wow. Guys. For the fifty dollars tier, you get a. We'll read your. Uh, we'll read your ad. Your URL. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it read. <laughs> We'll support your geometry. We'll read the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. 
You know what we're gonna do now? We're gonna watch some trailers. Ooh, let's watch some trailers. Let's go to the big screen. Hold on, I gotta put cans on. Oh yeah, put the. Uh, let's go. And we're gonna skip the ads. Please skip the ad. Yes. Here we go. Oh, here we go. I am someone who wakes up in a different body every day. Always someone my age. I'm never too far from the last, never the same person twice. And I have absolutely no control over any of it. The day Neither that Amy we. shadowed you at school, I was Amy. And the day that you went to the beach with Justin, I was Justin. <laughs> what? It's not possible. It is. It shouldn't be. Hey, it's me. Every day of your life, you've just <laughs> woken up and... Just tried to live that day for that person. That sounds really lonely. It isn't, because I know what makes each person different and what makes everyone the same. That's illegal. Wow. Why are you doing this? <laughs> they met. I felt something I've never felt before, and I don't want to let that go. Yeah, the cliche. I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. You know what this movie should do? Take itself more seriously. I'm in love with someone who wakes up in a different body every day. Always the same age, never the same person twice. Wow. You're such a bright, beautiful, kind, funny Bang. person. Michael, we are gonna miss our flight. My family's supposed to fly to Honolulu today. And if I go tomorrow, I wake up as a kid who's not flying back here. Oh my God, this kid does not exercise. What about all the broken wow. ever after? <laughs> Talk about a movie that's Nicholas. not for you. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I gotta. Who even was that? Nicholas Sparks, is that who wrote this? Oh, oh, it's not done yet. Oh, it's we're not just done. We're done. Oh, I, I think, I think we're we've not, seen enough. Okay. <laughs> is it going to change? Is Everybody's done. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah, we've seen enough. I, uh, uh, this came on before Black Panther, this trailer. And what? clearly it is uh, meant for a tween audience. My daughter turned to me and went, that looks really stupid. <laughs> wow, yeah. I will say this, that um, with my uh, dating experience, I would like to pretend maybe it is the same person, just in various different bodies. That's a woman's fantasy, guys, that, that they're like, I'm really not fucking up and have hundreds of different guys, you know? It's just one person. It's my soulmate in different bodies. Believe me, uh, I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Some, See, somebody's soul keeps <laughs> taking on all these different <laughs> disaster women you. that I've dated. <laughs> like, here's one that's got a drug problem. Yeah. Here's one you got to get a restraining order there against. It's so fun. Yeah. So you think that's going to be your big reveal? It's like it's a <laughs> Mm -hmm. One of them's gonna go. Surprise! It's me again. Mine Graham. feels more like a horror show. Yeah. Like a, it's a yeah. like a uh -oh. saw movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. You should go watch. Yeah. Get some pointers. What's his name? Puzzle Face or whatever is Puzzle gonna, Face. Whatever, whatever <laughs> they Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah. Puzzle Face keeps showing up in different bodies. Going. <laughs> this time I'm gonna you're, I'm gonna let you believe I'm really mellow and cool, and then I'm gonna go nuts after yeah. two years. You know what I mean? It's gonna be fun. So I don't want to keep dating Puzzle Face. I, That's and they're gonna. I, yeah, they're gonna yeah, take yeah. off the Mission Impossible mask at the end. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's watch Woo. another trailer. Let's do oh, okay. Okay. We'll actually get through this entire Maybe. one. This one, this one feels like it's gonna be a little oh. more. Yeah. There's a little more hope. Okay. That there's good movies out there in the world. <laughs> All right, here we go.
fuck up everything. We know this already. <laughs> Have powers! Yeah, baby! There's a... There's actually an extended uh, trailer if you want. That's the teaser. If you want to watch the, uh, nah. the actual trailer. No, you've seen enough. Us. I don't want to do anymore. The, uh, the Incredibles 2, the Olympic sneak peek. All right. That's the one. It's got 26 million views. <laughs> there better be skiing in this. <laughs> Put Olympics in there. Watch after Jack Jack. A luge. You heard your mother trampoline Superheroes are illegal. We want to fight bad guys. I don't need bad guys. It defines who I am. We're not saying you have... What? Someone on TV said it. <laughs> I was approached by this tycoon. Wants to talk about Samuel Jackson. Stuff. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need Elastigirl. Bye, sweetie. I'll watch the kids, no problem. Uh. Supposed to do it, Dad. They want us to do it. This I don't way. know that way. Why would they change math? Math is math. Math uh -huh. is math. <laughs> yeah. All over Dusseldorf. Dussels are dozing. Her eyelids so heavy, they're drooping. Mm. Closing! I couldn't have done this if you hadn't taken over so well. I've got to succeed so she can succeed. <laughs> so we. Succeed. I get it, Bob. What the? That is freaky. But I can't keep giving him cookies. Oh, he's freaky. Nobody in a daddy. What? Done properly, parenting is a heroic act. I don't know. It just paused for some reason. <laughs> Whoops, let me hit it. All right, we'll finish it out here. Done properly. <laughs> I'm excited to see this one. I love the first one. Ah, still playing. Um, <laughs> I think it looks really fun. Uh, the first one was like a uh, a really fun surprise. This is now. How old's your uh, daughter? I'm not gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> you'll do math. <laughs> but would she be excited for this movie? Yes, Possibly. would she be excited for this movie? Possibly. <laughs> Did you see the first one? I did. I have seen. Yeah, I have seen it. Mm -hmm. Did you like it? I'm just okay. It's a it's a cartoon. I mean, <laughs> I like the hostels. Okay, the <laughs> hostels movies. All right. So yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I love the first one. Yeah. I like Pixar makes good stuff. This they looks do. fun to me. So and I will say I've had that dad moment about math. Like literally, when it my, my no, kids. No, it's true. Yeah, it is. The kids come home with this homework. I'm like, that's not how you. That's not how we learned how to do math. Do you know why they did that? Did no. You know, okay, so they had a whole bit. <laughs> not that anyone cares, but here <laughs> you go. Because this is what we're dealing with as I parents. Actually, it's true. Yeah, math has changed. This is a big fucking deal. <laughs> they do math now in increments of ten, in groups of ten, and they want them to think like that because of the metric system and the way that math is done around the world. They want them to be able to do business globally. So they have now chunked everything into groups of ten and they want them to do math in chunks. So there is an entirely new way to do math as opposed to this minus this equals this. It is absolutely true that they have changed yeah. the structure of how they 
<laughs> Math works. I'm not kidding. Literally what? doing yes. multiplication yeah. and division. It's all different now. Like, it I'm is. like, I don't know. I, like, I was trying to help with homework. I'm like, I, that's not how I and learned how to do it. And they would get points off if they did it, like, the old school way. So, the yeah. parent way. You just got way older, everybody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> way older. That's not how we did it when we was my age. Oh. We used to have to set it up with 100 minus 50 and so, draw a line underneath it. So, clearly, it. the animators had kids. And uh, yeah. <laughs> they, that happened to them. It's true. <laughs> Another it's reason for me not to have children. Yeah. I love right. it. So you don't have to redo math. Not redoing yeah. math. No. Well, you can go see this movie and understand what it's like to be a parent. Like, even if they are superheroes, it does sometimes. <laughs> Babies do screw everything up. Like I said, yes. So <laughs> watch Incredibles 2 and see what be- parenting is like. So it's kind of the uh, the theme of the DVD Blu-rays. We have uh, Daddy's Home 2, mm-hmm. and then we also have The Florida Project. The Florida Project, I never saw, but I hear it's, it's it was this little independent film that came yes. out. It looks very intriguing to me. Um, I actually want to see this. William Defoe uh, in... Uh, turns in a great performance yeah. Yeah. so uh but it's also a a coming of age kids movie mm-hmm. about kids but like younger kids so it's um it looks really interesting so um but it's another one of those movies that like was in the movie theater for like a week or whatever it's at their heart it's mm-hmm. hard to find so it should be on demand uh by now so uh definitely check it out and you know you can uh forgive Willem Dafoe for doing like a bunch of bad movies in a row <laughs> so you can see him in this movie instead uh, now, site spotlight, the fan feedback. Uh, we want to talk about the Academy Awards with you guys. Sure. Uh, we are going to be doing the Academy Awards commentary live via YouTube. But yes, YouTube. So you'll be able to check us out on the YouTube channel, and we'll be doing the uh, um, the super chat. The super so you chat. can ask yes. us questions. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna do what we always have done, where we, you know, give live commentary. But we'll mm-hmm. be it'll be on video, and then you can type in questions or jokes or whatever. And there'll be the super chat thing, which is this cool thing that YouTube does. I've done it for Political Vigilante, where you hit the dollar sign, and then your question will absolutely read your question or joke or whatever. So, and then we'll reread it on the air live, right? That's what That's I mean by works. read. Yeah. Read. Oh, then, <laughs> we'll yeah. read it. Then we'll read it. We'll I, read I don't it mean some more. Really read it. <laughs> Since it's a live show, I'm sorry if that was assumed. I'm going to write in so you guys can read, read, <laughs> yes, read, yeah, read, yeah. read my stuff. I'm so you're you're saying read orally. <laughs> Typically with a live video yeah. thing, that was, forgive me for making an insane assumption. With your eyes, then in your head, then out your mouth. Read yeah. it three times. Yeah. So, yeah. so thought, Chris yeah. and I are going to be talking. We're not going to be yes. telecommunicating. I thought, you meant, I, thought, I thought you meant I read. Okay. <laughs> We're not doing a psychic show. I need to make that delineation because sometimes. Oh, yeah. bummer. Yeah, okay, so we well, don't have the psychic mm, technology. Maybe next Oscars. Yes, yeah, well, okay. 2019. Next, next okay. studio. Okay. Yeah, we'll get when they get psychic abilities here. <laughs> I ATC. Chris and I develop our own psychic <laughs> skills. We'll do that. But for this Oscars, mm-hmm. we're gonna read stuff that you write and <laughs> speak it. Yes. <laughs> so. That's so exciting, guys. This is, yeah. Um, so. Well, now it's crystal clear. Yeah. It's <laughs> so vague before. That's Everyone my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's totally on now, me. Now, one question I have though is like, what does like super chat cost? Like, how does like, whatever if, if, dollar amount you want to put in there? So Ooh. it's totally donation based. Yeah, it's you can put mm-hmm. you click the dollar while we're, the thing is going live while Chris and I are reading things with our eyes and then <laughs> processing them through our brains and then speaking them. Yeah, um, we this already takes thirty minutes. I know this is really <laughs> got so extensive the way I spell it out. Uh, you will then 
see something using your eyes and your brain, you use your fingers to type mm-hmm. it, and then you'll hit the, it's a dollar sign icon, and okay. then you put in whatever dollar amount you want, then that pops up for Chris and I to read and, and orate, and, yeah. and <laughs> that's how it works. Now, Chris is making this 10 times more complicated <laughs> than it needs to be. It is the simplest thing. I do it every week for my political show. Now, if you pay more, does it stay up longer? Yes. Ah. Yes. What's the ratio from dollar to minute? Uh, boy, I don't have that information. Chris. Break it down in increments oh, of ten. Jesus. Hey, Graham, how does the internet work? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Could you group the numbers in yeah. groups of ten yeah. to do the and math? Let us know. New in yeah. a new way how yeah. much it would Please, cost. Exactly. Um, two votes. Yeah. Two against one. Do yeah. it. Go. Like- you have scratch paper right there and a pen. Show your work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you do it the old school way, it's a zero. <laughs> So if yours, if Chris has made you more confused, try to tune in to youtube.com slash comedy film nerds during the Oscars, and I will walk you through the whole process. How video works, the internet, electricity, I'm going to get you through everything. And the Oscars at the same time. All yeah, if that's so not talented. worth a super chat, I don't know what yeah. it is. Wow, I'm guys. providing a service. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So I give back to my fellow man. Um, so, all right. Well, uh, we also want to thank you guys for all the emails and comments on the YouTube channel uh, and also on the Facebook page. We have been reading uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of those. Like I said, we can't always answer all the emails, but if you send it to info at comedyfilmnerds.com, we do read everything yeah, that comes for in. Sure. Um, so, all right, premiering this week, Game Night. <laughs> this is a Jason Bateman comedy about where a bunch of adults get together, they play games, but then there's a murder mystery that happens uh, during their game night, and they actually think it's part of the game. Yeah. So uh, I did see the trailer. Yes. Uh, it made me laugh more than I thought it would. I have oh, to say yeah. it looks pretty funny. Yeah, so. dark comedy. That mm-hmm. is my jam. Mm-hmm. I'm so there for this. Yes. Yeah, so it does. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping it's as good as the trailer makes it out to be. Just yeah. don't go on a date with another baby like that guy that went on hostels. Like, this comedy is too dark. I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, my God. He asked me for a ride home after the date. I was like, mm. You can walk. Uber. Uber, bitch. Go home. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of done with you insulting me for the night. So find your own way home (laughs) forever. Bye. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Annihilation. This looks looks really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is this freaky alien invasion forest. Thing. I don't know it what it is. It does look like an alien invasion I, forest yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm in. It, it's uh, something. Like Avatar. Is, some, something. <laughs> is, yeah. I haven't seen the previews. I don't know. Yes. It's something that changes like the uh, wildlife actually in the part of the forest, oh. and then it's expanding <gasps> oh, out. Oh, I have seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go behind a veil of yes. mystery mist. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. Natalie Portman, and then there's like creatures. There's crazy looking yeah. deer. They're crossbreeding. Yeah. Animals yeah, yeah. that were of Earth and now look and now dangerous. it's um, it's the same filmmaker from uh, Ex Machina. Yeah. So okay. So, so not looks... like Avatar. <laughs> no, no, no. More like this... Alien. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This okay. Looks, so it looks it looks good too. Uh, very smart not to release in the same weekend as Black Panther. Yeah. So, oh. um, you know it. Uh, and the next one is the uh, trailer that we watched. I'm excited too, real quick, to see Natalie Portman. Is she's this sort of like. Looks like some badass special op. Badass scientist. With, who knows yeah. how to, who's the Green Beret scientist right? or something? Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Some yeah. special op. Green Beret yes. science unit. Right. Special op. Yeah. Alien forest. Yeah. Yep. Can handle an M16 and a lab coat. I love it. So, 
Uh, and and we she saw... can probably read and speak at the same time. Mm, we'll see. Oh <laughs> yeah, she's super intelligent. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Let's see, it's the uh, and then of course the last movie is every day the we trailer that the we trailer. saw. You so, can't even uh, say it without. I, I can't. I can't. It looks so bad. It was one of those. Even like the uh, the music underneath the trailer was like, you should take this movie seriously. That kind of like, yeah. uh, like look, we're trying to we're we're trying to manufacture emotion here. I wonder unsuccessfully. how many. Like, Times if you were to sit in the movie, you would literally have to go say out loud, "Yeah, we get it." Like how many right. times? Do you, I feel like they're just gonna spoon feed this audience. What if yeah. it's really good? What if it's like in the Oscars next year, and you guys have to talk about this like telekinetically with each other? <laughs> what if it's like it's just a really bad trailer, and you have to well, psychically that, communicate that about could, it on your life? Ha- that could happen. Podcast. Yeah, it's very unlikely, right? But, uh, <laughs> but it could happen. Like, it has possible all- flying yeah, cars. It, it has. It yeah. has happened. There's been plenty of times where there's mm. where there's an awful trailer and one of yeah. us sees yeah. it and comes back and goes, man, this man, is- you know what? The trailer uh, uh, editor needs to get fired. Yeah, like mm. I've, I've had movies and then like it's on a plane or something. I'm like, oh, they're uh, all right, and I watch it and go, okay, okay, we'll give it a chance. I will mention this though: there is a great teenage body swap movie that's actually animated called Your Name that uh, I saw with uh, my kids and we all really liked it, but they would swap into the same bodies every uh, mm. day and then, the, but they would leave each other notes like stop spending my money in the coffee shop. Like uh-huh. when they would wake up and the next day. So it was really fun. And then it had like a, a little science fiction through line to it. So it was a much smarter version of what we just saw. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. if you like teenage body swap movies, check out your name. <laughs> If that's your genre. You're a plethora of teenage body swap movie information. This is yeah. great. Um, so, well, that's our that show, I think, everybody. That is. That is our show. Um, we did it. We did it. Uh, Sheila, where can people find you online or upcoming shows or anything like that? Uh, com, or I'm actually on YouTube as well. Same name with lots and lots of vowels so i hope you guys link it somehow <laughs> uh <laughs> native american last name so yeah that's where i'm at mm-hmm. my name everywhere at all the things.com nice and you can watch her march 9th on fnx if you if you're not sure do i have fnx in my area go to fnx.org and you can find out if fnx is carried by your you, they're carried by like a local pbs uh, and then, so that's March 9th. You can see her in the very first episode, the first ever Native American stand-up comedy TV series and first episode. On so. PBS. Ha ha, where they do Sesame Street. The fact that I was on PBS. Mm. <laughs> Take that, people I grew up with. Not, any, <laughs> not anymore. HBO bought it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exciting times. Yeah, and then um, I don't have exact dates on this, but the the FNX comedy experience will be available digitally at some point in May or June. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get FNX in your area, you will be able to watch the series on like an Apple TV and stuff like that. Can I read it? <laughs> yeah. I will send you my yeah, stand-up gonna, routine. I sure. will, Chris. Uh, you know Chris, and he'll send you transcripts of everything. <laughs> read my mind, and I'll go through everything yeah. I did on set that day. So when you say digital, will it be like um, it'll be iTunes, Apple TV, all those? Uh, yeah, platforms? Roku, Google, all that stuff. So oh, like, very they're cool. gonna they're they're in the process of, of creating an FNX app. 
Mm-hmm. So you can watch it on like a smartphone or a tablet. Oh, great. Um, and again, uh, I will make transcripts because nothing is better for comedy than writing <laughs> writing it out and reading it. Reading it, Boy, it. yeah. That's great for stand-up comedy. You need it for closed captions, I'm yes. sure. Yes. Yes. There you go. Yes. So we're going to start closed captioning everything so Chris understands how the internet works. Yes. So uh, I just need a file. <laughs> So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that PDF yeah, yeah, over to yeah. you, stat, Christopher. Uh, but yeah, check that out. And guys, we have mm-hmm. uh, seven more episodes to shoot. Um, we have one this Sunday, February 25th. If you go to my website, grandmella.com or fnx.org/comedy, um, this Sunday, uh, February 25th is the last time we're doing it on Sundays, starting March 9th. We're gonna uh, do episodes on Friday nights. Uh, yeah, we got access to the theater on Friday, oh, great. Nights, which is great. So come on out, you guys. It's a it's a fun show. It's some amazing comedians are coming up that have, that uh, you can see live, uh, and you can buy tickets or hit me up. I'll hook you up with comps. Ooh, um, nice. So uh, that's it, everyone. That's our show. That's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we, we did it. We finished it. Episode four hundred seven. Locked down and in the books. Put in the books, guys. Transcribe mm-hmm. it. Yes. Transcribe 407 <laughs> get the for tra- posterity. For posterity's sake. <laughs> Thank you to everybody here at uh, ATC. We're loving the new studio. Thank you to Aaron Brungarn on the ones and twos. Um, he uh, he got a microphone. He got a microphone. Mm-hmm. I just have to reach to turn my volume up. But yeah, I'm here. That sounded like a creepy euphemism for yeah. something. It did. It did. Re- it's yeah. not going to reach to turn my volume up. Yeah. And it took like way too long. Like there was a pause, like it was in another room. Yeah, like the volume yeah. button is like right. under the table or something. <laughs> yeah, is that... yeah, it's not far. You're not far off. Yeah. <laughs> State of the art technology here at ATC. Uh, so yeah, thank you, everybody. Can you imagine the engineers going, just make sure Aaron can't reach it. Yeah, I want it out of arm's reach for Aaron. <laughs> don't want him too close. I don't want him to be like that guy that hit the missile launch button in Oahu. I don't yeah, want him to be yeah, too no. close. He's, he's got to work for it. <laughs> Uh, well, that's our show. Thank you so much, Sheila Shalaki, for being on the episode. Thanks Thank for you. for having me. Mado, as my people say. Nice. <laughs> What's Great. your tribe? Muskogee Creek. Right on. Yeah. And Mado means? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and my name's Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Bancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot first. first.